The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter said to Jesus, We have given up everything and followed you. What will there be for us? Jesus said to him, Amen, I say to you that you have followed me in the new age when the Son of Man is seated on his throne of glory. Will yourselves sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel, and everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for the sake of my name will receive a hundred times more and will inherit eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. There is the a little plaque saying thing uh, at St. Vincent's in the office. And I don't remember the first part of it, but it said something like, you know, the, the pay is not great, but the retirement benefits are out of this world, right? Like the idea of like working for the church or just like anything with the church. Like, eh, I mean, it's whatever, but the retirement benefits are pretty great. Um, and, yeah, it's, and it's funny, like, during that first reading and, and the little, I, was, I read it a little bit beforehand, and I was thinking about the Beatitudes and the blessed are the poor in spirit, and sure enough, that was the, the gospel acclamation. I was like, oh, Lord, you're so clever. Like, you, you really know what you're doing, don't you? Like, putting themes together. Because um, it, it seems like, you know, when we, when we get to the church, and I mentioned this yesterday, like, there's kind of repetitive themes, like the same kind of things we hit over and over again. And one of those tends to be money. You know, we talk about stewardship, we talk about finance, we talk about all these things. And, and the reality is, like, I wish we lived in a world where, you know, I could collect seashells and like, trade them in for, like, and get a steak. That'd be great. I, w- I don't have any seashells, so I don't have a steak. But, yeah, just the fact that, like, money has become, for, for us in the world, like, such a revolving reality like without it like we are stuck or like with it we are like whatever and yet the lord is reminding us today that everything in the end belongs to him and comes from him um saint Clair and saint francis franciscans you know their one of their aesthetics is a sense of poverty and um people kind of think sometimes again like if you don't have money like you're you're more happy and it's like no people without money are just as unhappy as people with money and People think that people with money are always happy, but they can be just as unhappy as well. And so, again, money is not this answer to internal peace. Um, and, and the first reading, or maybe it was the response to Psalm, it, it emphasizes that, like, who do I belong to? Like, my inheritance is the Lord. And you think of inheritances even, like, what is going to be given to me? What, have I, what do I receive? Because an inheritance you get for literally doing nothing but knowing a person sometimes, sometimes just like being in a family even. And so it's a great reminder that I'm part of the family of God. My adoption has made me a son or a daughter of God. That means the people around me are my brothers and sisters. Oh, I don't always like my brothers and sisters. We don't have to like them, but we're called to love them. And so there's just multiple layers to, be, to continue to peel back like, I belong to a family more than just this biological group that I've been born into. I belong to something greater because of God's adoption of me through, through baptism. I receive something, again, graces, an inheritance, having done nothing 
literally nothing. And God's just like, here you go. It's like, wow, you're the best. Thanks, Dad. And at the same time, my joy, my happiness isn't going to come from the things I own or don't own. It's, it's knowing who I belong to. And so there is a challenge. Like, yeah, people that have, you know, wealth, like, to, to you good, have good stewardship and to, to use that worthily and wisely, and people without wealth to not become greedy and jealous, and, and, and we all have to work together in the end. But the fact is, we have this great gift waiting for us, no matter what our status of life is. We have heaven waiting for us. Are we living in a life that currently exemplifies that, that shows that? It's like, okay, I'm, I'm excited about this. All of that being said, um, it's just the reality that, like, kind of sometimes looking beyond what the world emphasizes. Looking beyond what the world says is the most important and the priority or like this is what we need to like this is what will lead you to joy and happiness Um, yeah there's i have so much hope for the church Uh, i have so much hope for saint bernard's i have so much hope for our school Um, but at the same time it takes a lot of work to make those things happen Um, and and i'll keep saying this over and over again that work begins with prayer if we're not centered on prayer with the sacraments of Jesus Christ, um, nothing's going to make us happy. Uh, nothing's going to get us out of the slumps and the difficulties of life. Like, the Lord has to be the center focus, has to be the drive each day, has to be the, the zeal. Like, why do I do what I do? I belong to a family of God. And because of that, I'm his child. And because of what I have or, or what I don't have, like, this is what I, I pour in and I pour out. Um, so St. Clair really emphasizes that for us today. Like, they lived in that sense of poverty, and yet they had this joy, not just because of their poverty, but because they knew who they belonged to. Um, religious women, I think, are the bedrock of the, the uh, um, continuation of the church, aside from Jesus Christ. Because, like, their prayers, Ah, it's so good. And, and I think of the Franciscan sisters in our own diocese of perpetual adoration. Like, their charism, their call is to be before the Lord interceding for others. Like, they are literally brides of Christ. Like, they know exactly who they belong to. Um, and so if we can take on that same persona, I know who I belong to. I know my family that I'm a part of. I know what I've inherited. I know it's promised to me. Um, do I live a life that exemplifies that? Um, and what am I doing to get others to come and be a part of that life? Because that's the other thing is, um, you know, I, it's fine if I'm here, but where's everyone else? Like, my invitation, my call, my, my going out can become such a powerful tool. Uh, so it's all wrapped together. Prayer, uh, invitation, but it, it begins in that foundational root of who do I belong to? I belong to God, and that's a good start.